Yo, 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 welcome back, baby. We are on week four of Loki. It's your boy, John Toronto, your neighborhood. We can be heroes, podcaster. And of course, I'm here with my little brother, my little man, Matt Toronto. What's going brother? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Good um, stuff. Over July weekend, you know, um, you know, me and the family, fun on, uh, well, Christian, my family, I'm doing a nice little barbecue uh, oh, yeah. sometime. So, I'm looking forward to it. And oh, yeah. Bryce has finally had herself a good episode of Loki, a great episode of Loki, I will say. Oh. Uh, and I'm looking to uh, you know, dive right into it. Oh, we're going to dive right into it, of course. It's like Matthew said, happy 4th of July. You know, hope everybody has a great time. And, and uh, you know, I'm going to be barbecuing, doing some things on the grill. You feel me? So I'm ready for it. We'll get right into this thing, baby. Loki episode four was just chef's kiss compared to that abomination. <laughs> abomination of episode yeah. three I, look I, I just i'll start it off i mean uh initial thoughts easily the best episode of the series so far um we they got into the nitty-gritty they uh, when they were kind of promoting it leading up to the episode uh they 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 knew they were like yeah i can't remember the quote that they used when they posted uh something something to the effect of uh the real stuff is happening now or like it's about to get crazy like we all knew it like you and i talked about it after episode one we thought it was kind of a little bit of a drag with the showing loki's past and future and things like that um we assumed four five and six are going to really kick it up and, and get this thing going we had some theories uh you know in, in all the episodes we've done so far for the podcast where uh you know what who are the timekeepers and all these questions that we had and a lot of it got answered a lot of good answer, brother. Yeah, so, what were, yeah. were your initial initial thoughts, at least, of uh, of the episode, and and uh, are you liking Loki a little more, in a sense? I know you're kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the episode was great in comparison to the others. It still met with its own flaws, but um, I was surprised by the amount of answers uh, to questions um, we received in this episode. I thought uh, sort of the overarching uh, mystery, the timekeeper, was going to be kept until, at very least the episode six or the finale um to which we found out the uh, the true nature of what the timekeepers are and maybe some hints as to who is uh, really behind the whole creation of the tva um and there are definitely some very um like serious and memorable moments i think the show works at its best when it's trying to tell a more mature narrative as opposed to resorting to this whole weird loki characterization where he's over the top and goofy um, and I think it, it really speaks volumes to Sylvie's character, who is trying to take much of everything that's happening seriously, as opposed to making, you know, uh, unnecessary or pointless jokes the entire time. So um, I will say the beginning episode was definitely like a, a hard hitter, only because Loki saw a true reflection of himself in many ways. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I definitely really, I really enjoyed the episode, and I think it has my um, curiosity peaked. Uh, with the following two, we'll be getting in the next two weeks. Oh, oh, for sure. I, I'm I'm at the point now, like I need more, 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 and uh, and I'm just I'm yeah, I'm so excited for it. So, uh, we're gonna run into the episode. We're gonna go piece by piece and and kind of talk about some things and some uh, thoughts we have is uh, what we think might happen in maybe episode five and six. Uh, you know, uh, it starts off with with a uh, young Loki time variant, right? Uh, who happens to be Sylvie. So Sylvie is. Uh, essentially kidnapped, right? I mean, she's she's just super young in Asgard, and they show her 
uh, I, I still kind of don't understand what she did wrong. Like, why is she a variant? Is she a variant because she's? Am I crazy for thinking that they because she's not like every other Loki in a sense? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, I, there's really yeah. like so they kind of like pointed it with camera angles and. I, I kind of want to say it, like it is because she's a girl. Um, I guess. I, I, like, <laughs> what, what is what is the reason she's a variant? I so I like to think one of the main reasons behind her being a, her her being a variant is notice how when she was playing with the Valkyries. Um, I think within that particular timeline, we'll say Loki would have become a hero rather than the villain we see. Um, remember, because even there's a conversation between uh, both Lokis. Uh, ours and then Sylvie's, right. um, who says, "Do you think the reason why we're the same is because we're doomed to fail?" If you think about it, if Sylvie mm-hmm. managed to continue her entire life, perhaps she could have transformed into a villain, and Dora could have been sort of the the jealous or fro- essentially the frost giant brother. I mean, right. we don't know to the full extent. There's a number of possibilities, but I think that's definitely the case. The fact that she's playing with Valkyries. You remember in Dora Ragnarok, there's these like doorway lines. Where uh, where Dora says, you know, I was a huge fan of the Valkyries growing up until I found out you're a woman. Um, that was literally a direct line that he said mm. in, in Ragnarok. So um, to see sort of of uh, Sylvie be inspired by those women um, could potentially influence her to you know to be a I can see that a person of a good right rather than right evil, which was in- intended within I guess yeah. like the main timeline. But what gets me is. Uh... Man, we, we we had a little bit of an intricate talk uh, in episode two. By the way, I think it, to make it very clear, uh, I think it'd be stupid if, if because she was a girl was a reason. Uh, I, I just I, I didn't really get a lot of pointed answers in, in the conversation as to why she was kidnapped. Uh, but you that totally cleared up for me. I think you're totally right in the sense that she's not following the Loki line. She wasn't supposed to be a hero. She's supposed to be an anti-hero at most uh, yeah. by the end of her timeline. Um, we had a a decent conversation, I think it was episode two uh, of this podcast line, I guess you want to call it, um, about the timeline and how it works, right? So, the, as far as the TVA is concerned, the 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 sacred timeline is one line. Yes. Right. So one line. Branches. I don't really understand. One line. And in that one line, there seems to be multiple universes now. Because these other Lokis, which, you know, I don't want to spoil the post credit scene, we're going to get into that. Um, these different Lokis were supposed to exist until they effed up, right? So in, in, in Sylvie's sense, she was fine until she started to lean towards being a hero. Right. So it's funny you mention that. And So the I... multiverse exists within the main branch is what yeah. they're saying. I was going to, it's funny you mentioned that, and I don't want to sort of get, uh, go off on a tangent, but this will connect to sort of what you're saying. Yes, yes. So, rumors are now suggesting that Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, or Peter Parker, we'll say, uh, and Spider-Man No Way Home will have a disagreement on how Strange is viewing the events in in that particular movie. Right. And so, my suspicion is this, um, and this is like a, a brilliant a person on Instagram I follow. He gave like a brilliant idea. He said, "What if there's like a Civil War Part Two? I, I, I forget his name, and I'll see if I can give credit. Uh, I think it's like Cinema Tash. 
the cinema and then t-a-s-c-h-e he's a fantastic account and he said in this instagram story what if there's like a civil war part two where dr strange is trying to ensure the natural order thing so he tried to wipe out the multiverse to keep the sacred timeline order and then peter is on the other team saying well the other the other like universes have a right to exist within that timeline and so what i'm trying to in the grand scheme of things what i'm trying to say is the multiverse does in fact exist like what i'm sure that's like well technically well we'll find out now but let's just say back in episode two purposes the timekeepers obviously in maintaining everything and so you have a universe here a universe here and then the universe here so they can't if they cross with each other then there's an issue a multiversal war but each of them sort of have a purpose in existing essentially so my thing is though they 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 are at least in my opinion and we're going to see it more with, with Spider-Man. We're going to see it more with the uh, Multiverse of Madness. Timeline and multiverse are two different things. Yeah. Right? So, like, the timeline is when and how things happen, and things change amongst that that cause branches. The multiverse exists, period. There is a there is a, a, a universe. We're going to see it in What If, right? Like that, that is, No one can tell me that What If is not directly related to Loki in a sense. Right? No, absolutely not. There's definitely some. The multiverse, in all, all of the multiversal uh, movies and shows that will be coming, right? The multiverse 100% exists because, uh, for example, they got Killmonger is going to be a hero in this in this upcoming uh, what if, is, is my my understanding of it. Oh, yeah, we've got Killmonger uh, working alongside uh, Iron Tony, Man. Tony Stark, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a universe where Killmonger was never bad <clears throat> or seen as a villain, right? And that I think that exists within the main timeline branch because they're following because this gets confusing. We're talking like we're getting into like back to the future shit here. Uh, as as long as Killmonger in that universe follows his timeline, the TVA doesn't see an issue. So in that universe, Killmonger is supposed to be good. And that's what exactly if he falls off and yeah. turns bad, guess what happens? TVA shows up and takes him. Yeah. And here's what I like to think, too, is that the timeline is a constant. So let's just assume this is the timeline, and right. then these like small lines here that I'm pointing out are just right. universes. Right. And so they still have to follow that. So time is a constant. But I just don't think the, the, the multiverses are created by variants, right? I think the multiverse exists already. The Multiverse. branches are breaking the literal timeline of that other universe. Yes, it, it, precisely. So, okay, so. If, if, within, if within that universe, someone does a poor opposite of what they're intended to, within yes. wherever they existed, that's what creates a branch timeline. And that's how we see the multiversal war. Yes. Because how would there be a multiversal? Yes. So, I mean, like, there's an. If there is. So, that's yeah, another thing we have to talk about, too. If there actually was or is so, a multiversal war. The reason why this is an issue with multiversal war is that like a branch can interfere with, assuming our theory is correct in what we're saying, right? Interfere with a universe that already existed and then crosses over to another branch and just creates this huge mess. Basically, right. th- those branches are want dominance over the sacred timeline, right. over who is who is right. And I think that's ultimately pro- that's probably what you know Cinema Task is definitely suggesting is that if they're if Peter Parker and Doctor Strange are having a fundamental disagreement, sort of tie it to No Way Home and then back to Loki. You know, chances are Doctor Strange wants to eliminate. It probably wants to eliminate the multiverse by that point, seeing as how chaotic it is and the extent in which Star Witch is trying to. I was going to say, and she's uh, 
Godowitz yeah. is out there uh, causing oh, some think, craziness. I think from Strange's perspective, he's probably saying, listen, there's zero reason for the multiverse to continue. Our, my job is to seal off everything. Whether that means eliminating universes altogether, it prevents a multiversal war. A crisis event. Something called Secret Wars. And I don't, I don't think Strange will succeed about it in the movie. I think that he will appear to have succeeded, and that in a post-credit scene, we'll see sort of the larger uh, ramifications of what he did. Ramifications of what right. he did, and then uh, from there, we'll see. I mean, it, Secret Wars is is massive in scale. I'm not sure what it involves around specifically, but again, Marvel has a tendency to sort of um, Make change <laughs> stories to tune in with uh, what they have going right. on in their universe. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a great discussion, and um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how these movies. I'm worried about No Way Home. A lot of rumors going about some right. which are seem highly untrue. Some of them are more than likely true, um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons they're holding off on the whole trailer because I think Loki is really going to dive deep into, you know, what we've been theorizing about is right. You know, what about these whole I wouldn't be shocked till a little after Loki ends. That's when they drop it. You know, maybe episode six. They they say they everything we're talking about right now is maybe like eloquently eloquently explained, right? Like they're gonna specifically tell us, you know, there there's the timeline branch, and then there's universes in that timeline that need to follow suit. And if they don't, that's when the branches get created. Yeah, and that exactly. causes the chaos. That causes the multiversal war, multiversal issues. Uh, yeah. or multiverse of madness in a sense yeah uh, and i like to think of it as um sort of i mean i know not he's been in cw shows but i like to right. think of it almost like in crisis like for instance when flash like a way back when like flash went to supergirl's earth right. in this case it's based on earth's not like separate universes right um but well actually it, it is technically separate earth it's, so it's a separate universe, universe it earth, is yeah, we'll, we'll just use the terms uh, interchangeably just to make it easier. Earth one, Earth two, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, basically, when Earth, Barry's on Earth, well, now it's Earth X, but let's say Barry's on Correct. Earth one, he <laughs> goes over to Earth two. Notice how there's no like time difference, like, oh, well, I mean, depends. Yes. So, for the most part, you're right though. I see what you're part, saying. For the most part, there's not much of a time difference unless Correct. like a specific universe, like unless a specific like universe has to exist in the time that it's already been set. I guess right. it, it's, it's complicated. Like time can still work differently, but generally speaking, I want to say that like sure. the timeline makes every universe ex- exist at the, the same time. I, if that makes sense. In like a sense. 7 or or, or whenever they, they so choose to show it, right? So let, I'll go back even a little further than that in the DC Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. They went back in time to, or, I'm sorry, they went to the future in, in, in uh, Green Arrow City where Oliver... Uh, whatever events happened, he lost his arm, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, the full story doesn't need to be told, but that was a different future of Star City. That is the same universe they're in. That's just a broken timeline that destroyed the universe that was supposed to be, right? Yeah. So I think that's the concept is where we're at now, is we, we these universes exist. The Sony, the, the, the Tobey Maguire, uh, the Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man universes, they exist in their own right. You know, and yeah. that's why Sony, I think, is slowly peaking uh, a little you know my character but yeah they're mcu uh agents of shield could say yeah i mean we're technically canon because in a way they, they can be at any point it, it is so easy to fix it i mean supergirl was was never part of the cw verse at all oh, they're on, they're on cbs and they had like, they depended yeah. they literally 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 depended on the multiverse to make it happen yeah and crisis to fix it right 
So uh, the Multiverse of Madness may, where it may not be the True Crisis event that fixes it. It's going to be a catapulting event to maybe something like Secret Wars. Yeah, and and we're gonna see like I think you're right in podcast or maybe or I'm sorry, uh, post podcast tomorrow. Everything with a P. I'm yeah. ready to say podcast. Uh, uh, you know when it comes to how the multiverse will will come to be together, right? It, it just the CW did that one thing right. I'll say that they they found a way to make the uh, different universes work and come together and make it happen. Uh, I think I think uh, Feige is gonna is gonna is gonna do the same. He's gonna try to make it make sense. Yeah. And I think maybe you know some series they may not do it. Some series they may they may do so. Uh, I really you know I'm just I'm a huge fan of. I say it every episode. I, I'm a fan of Agents of Shield. I wanted to be part of Ken. So uh, I, I I do too. I, I think the yeah. characters fit well with the, with the MCU. They, I they, think it, there's no re- I mean they literally are part of the MCU. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, or were at some point. <laughs> Some of them, at least. Yeah. Uh, so you know, change it, but I'm good with it because it was a, uh, it was a, we'll call it a little bit of a branch. How about that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on to the next part. We see that uh, Ren. We decided to call her Ren, Ren Slayer Ren. If you guys uh, didn't get to watch yeah. the past couple episodes, uh, Ren is the reason Sylvie escaped, in a sense, right? Like she, they, Sylvie stole her pad to be able to escape through the timeline. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I am glad you mentioned that. I was very bothered by that scene. Like, was there no security around the stopper? Because I feel like there was a good, like, 30 seconds between the time that she took the pad and then the open of a portal to leave. Like, it, like she just, like, Ren started to sit there, like... I got an answer for that. Like, oh, I think it was intended. Really? I think t- there's there's some... I mean, we kind of gave up in last episode. We think it may be. There's somebody running and pulling strings. And uh, mm. this may this may be part of the whole process. Knock the TVA down so so Mr. Conqueror can pop up and do his thing. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, so so we get into uh, immediately, which is like freaking insane uh, to see the timekeepers. Right? Um, they show them. Uh, I guess just show in the beginning of the episode at least. But we can get into actually when they spoke to them. Uh, they go and actually speak to the timekeepers. And honestly, brother, like, I don't know how you felt. You can give your thoughts on that. I had to turn on captions for them when they talked. I didn't understand. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. So thank you. Said that, oh, bro. my God. Dude, I, I was like, am I going me. crazy? I said, uh, bro, I, so I usually watch uh, on my laptop, the, the one I'm using right now, I'll watch it with no headphones because I yeah. can hear everything pretty clearly, even with my AC blasting, my fan blasting. They start talking, all three of them. The first one I could hear decently. The other two, it was like mad, 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 mad. <laughs> Could I understand shit? I had, so, I had, a, I had my volume up at one hundred with these headphones. I still, did I didn't even have headphones. So I put headphones in. Same thing. Could I hear it? I turned my AC and fan on. Mind you, it's ninety-five degrees. Your humidity. I'm dying. Didn't care. I wanted to try to hear it. nothing. I, I said, I'm gonna go back because I'm missing, I'm missing important pieces here. I didn't so, even know what that. Yeah, if you can explain for me. I now, turn on, please. I turn on closed captions. I, you know, I, I don't even think I wrote down here exactly what they. I may, I may have. Let me see. Um, no, I didn't specifically what they said. It was just uh, a couple comments of Loki humbling himself, right? Like, we're not worried about you. We shouldn't be worried about you. You guys are nothing. You're, you're small. P- yeah, I, I, re- I remember that. I, I was the <laughs> it, two words I can decipher from their speech. Absolutely ridiculous. Definitely. You know, so so within that, man, we see that the timekeepers are all robotic machines. They're androids. Yeah, yeah. And uh, look, I, I'm gonna put, 
I don't want. You know what? It's not a theory. This is going to happen. Why choose? So, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the timekeepers of TVA in general, comic wise, right? It, the TVA has had multiple judges in the, in the comic history. Yeah. Multiple people known as the judge that Ren is, right? Sure. Many that they could have used that are well known within the comic book universe. Yeah. They chose this one, which is Ren. And Ren is the wife of Kane the Conqueror. Yeah. Like, I don't want another Mephisto situation. I know we all, like, depended and guaranteed this is Mephisto, multiversal, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you right now, if Kang is not a part of what's going on here, that'd be just ridiculous. I mean, you choose this judge specifically because she has that relation to Kang. No doubt about it. I agree, and I want. I also want a revelation that this uh, the TVA exists in the quantum realm, so that it yes. connects to Ant Man three. He, I, they, ha- uh, they have to, they, they need to. There's like, no, maybe, or even maybe, maybe Kang is just an outside looking in type of thing, and then Ren's doing the thing, doing this herself. But I mean, uh, all I know, know is yeah. is that he's a hundred percent in in Ant Man: The Lost Period. It's confirmed, and. Uh, he, Everything just makes sense. He's a time traveler. He 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 tries to destroy branches and destroy universes. Like that's his. This is him. Like you can't tell me that what's going on here is not King the Conqueror, who's going yeah. to be the probably the next main villain of the MCU. Yeah, certainly. I, like I said, I was. It was very peculiar for them to choose King the Conqueror as the main antagonist for Ant-Man. They're very small scale films um, compared to the likes of. I think uh, they plan to America. make that different. Exactly. So I think, um, yeah, the, the the TVA has to exist in the quantum realm, uh, in in my opinion. That that will make the most sense, just so there's a bit of like a connective tissue happening. Even if they don't show Kang, I I said before, like if they do show Kang, it's going to be a voiceover with like Ren, like with a uh, Ren, like talking to him, saying, "My love." You know, I, I may have failed if I do not worry. I, I would take care of it myself, etc. Right, right. Then, they don't need to show him at all. They can simply yeah, do Jonathan a voice. Majors, there, there's no way he would. So, Ant-Man started filming in London. Chances right. are Jonathan is with them in London filming as we speak. Right. So, it wouldn't make sense for him during the pandemic to fly out to Georgia or whatever place to get into full, like, full makeup. And film a two-minute cameo. They're not going to do that. So worst case scenario, they say, "Hey, listen, can you just record these lines of dialogue from your house? You know, sit them to us. We'll figure it out from there." It's simple. And then they just have like the actress be there in person since she's already been contractually contractually obligated to be to appear in the series. So that, that's what I think. I could be completely wrong, and they actually managed to find a way to make it work. Or for all we know, Jonathan is even filming his scenes yet sorry it feels weird saying your name and <laughs> no it's okay but it, it, the actor you know like you, you never know um but that's sort of my perspective is kang has to be involved in some capacity it makes sense i right. know like it, it just could be easily i'm not going to be disappointed if he doesn't show up i'm going to be flabbergasted that he doesn't show up I'm gonna right. be honestly in some way voiceover it, it, like you it, said it, it, yeah there's there's no chance that 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 he's not a part of this um it it just makes the most sense so we'll see we'll see where that goes i mean 
I know Ren. Uh, obviously, we know that uh, that Sylvie has Ren at, at her fingertips now, and she. I think episode five is going to be a little bit of the background of the TVA. Maybe we find out some more information about it, how it started, how Ren got involved, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, I love that we that they delve more into uh, how the variants are actual real people, and they're starting to see uh, who they were. And Hunter, yeah. Hunter B. I'm sorry, is Hunter B. Twelve, Hunter. B fifteen, hundred B fifteen, who we didn't, had, who we didn't yeah. really like as far as I mean, uh, lo- you know, I, I think the actress, like you said, we, we felt a little bit of yes. empathy for. I, I, like I said, bless her. I think she's doing the best she can. I think, I think I liked her more this episode. I'll say that she, she was fine. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I think she was fine. Like again, the performance right. is very stale. Yeah. Oh no, no, for sure. I this like, but better than her, than hate, before. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, hate, yeah. it's like the bar is super low. She's like here. Not she's not here. I <laughs> like I hate criticizing her like any actress actress's performance. Right. I I feel because I can never like I you know I've read it before. I can never act in front of a camera for hours on end. It's right. a very difficult job, right. you know position to find yourself in. But um, she was fine. What I will say, I think one of the disappointing aspects of the episode is that we so apparently we just have a conversation between Sylvie and B fifteen about how the latter like had memories of her like past life and i think it really fails for us to establish emotional and emotional connection with her because we don't see her memories we just see like oh what did you show me i i can't believe that and you know like that was bothersome to me i don't know why they just didn't show like similar to like c20 for instance who was obviously uh the, the hunter um you know be commissioned, we'll say. You know what? And it, it kind of, um, man, it, it kind of gives me, uh, uh, oh my God, WandaVision vibes with the people that were in the, in, in the bubble. The bu- what was it called again? Um, the Hex. The Hex, right. Uh, when they started to wake up, you know, it, very, very similar. And, and I don't know if you noticed, uh, when Vision disappeared in WandaVision and when people are pruned in Loki, very similar imaging. Yeah. Very, very similar imaging. It, it, it coincidence, maybe, right? Um, maybe something there. Who knows? Uh, so we, we finally got the trailer moment. Everybody saw the Loki trailer and assumed it was Black Widow for some freaking reason. That, that was so... I'm for me here. That was... Uh, Jesus Christ! I don't know why that was even a topic of discussion. Like, if you all this, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Either way, uh, we we got that that scene that, and and and, so I'm gonna get into this for a little bit. Uh, we see Loki start to fall in love with Sylvie, (laughs) and vice versa, right? Yeah, that was odd. It's a little odd. It's a little. even Derek was, was uh, talking about this next episode. I'm sure we'll, super, uh, next super episode. weird. I, I'll tell you this. Um, Mobius had made the comment when, they were, when he was interviewing Loki. Like, what better way to, to show your self-centered POS than fall in love with yourself? Right? And where it's weird, for sure. I'm making it very clear to everyone who watches and listens. Super weird he's falling in love with himself. But is that not Loki? I mean, Loki being one of the more self-centered people in the MCU, as, as we know to this day, 
damn near as close as Tony Stark before he gets a family. Falls in love with himself, man. <laughs> like, it just, it's a full circle I mean, thing for Mr. Thing. Loki. So I mean I don't know if it's technically it's a variant and so it's there, a still there, there way it's in a way yeah, it's falling in love a with way. yourself, bro. Yeah, Come on, yeah. man. I, I get it. I, but whatever. yeah, I think the relationship works more. I I definitely hope they're not aiming for a romantic one. It was more so Loki not trying to admit his love for himself. Well, okay. So here here's why well here's what will be possible. Not the love for Sylvie, but just the love he's trying to have for himself. The fact that he doesn't necessarily need anyone else to make himself happy. Yeah, I Even think I think self love is one of the bigger lessons in this whole series. I, I believe, or, or the, the 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 push to finally feeling content and and yeah, have that self love, right? The relationship uh, is more so. I'm not even sure what you say. The relationship, like, um, it's definitely not. I hope it's not romantic. I, I do not want them going. It's just that weird. Direction. I just love how it's called um, one of the bigger. I mean, Sylvie literally reset like 60,000 timelines and they're worried about Sylvie and Loki holding hands. That's another thing, too. Is this like that subplot I thought was going to be explored more after what, episode two? I mean, it could be. And right? they didn't really. Maybe not even in, in Loki. About anything for the next, like the next. Right. The I mean, I think they will maybe in the next two episodes or I maybe this, so. this is very MCU related in a sense, I feel right? Like they for, I, I feel like they forgot. Honestly, bro, and I'm going to be completely honest, this might be a one of his in their Falcon Winter Soldier situation. I think they might have cut that stuff all out because yeah. of COVID-19. I, I, I think they might have cut it out because I really mm, don't see I, I, I feel like it's going to have ramifications in the MCU. I, I think so, but the most they're going to do next episode, you can mark my words, is just going to explore basically explain how Loki can escape his current situation, which we'll get into. And then obviously probably delving deep into um, sort of Ren's backstory, sort of how she became the judge, yeah. who she was working for potentially. I just, I think they might have cut I this would love to hear King's voice in that episode so we could focus on just finishing the plot of on the, in episode 6 and not try to hope something pops up at the end of episode 6. Give us that next episode. Give us a reveal of who's doing it next episode and close this thing out with a bang, you know what I mean? With episode yeah. six. Because um, the more you wait, and if it doesn't happen, be a little more disappointed. So if it's going to happen, let it happen in episode five, please. Yeah. Uh, so as far as, uh, we'll keep moving on here. Um, I love the scene where there was, uh, Loki's trying to explain to Sylvie, you know, we don't die, we survive. That's why we're Loki. You know, we, we always find a way to survive. We we, yep. we can I, we make it happen. Uh, he's done it so far in every MCU film, except uh, except that game when he you know dies in the beginning, um, I love the <laughs> when they both finally get subdued and uh, you know arrested out of Lamentus, and she has like ten guards around her and he has like two holding his arms and he's like, why did we not get equal amount of security? I'm offended. <laughs> like I love that part. Uh, speaks to to Tom and, and Loki as a character for sure. Um, I I love the the scene with Lady Sif. We finally get another Lady Sif appearance. Uh, yeah, I love. I was like, wait, Sif, you're back. Sif, I, mean, I didn't think much of your character. There's been rumors that she's getting her own uh, spinoff series. Yeah, and that's uh, on Disney Plus. Definitely appearing in Love and Thunder. She posted the, the actress Jamie Alexander. She posted right. on her Instagram a while back, like hashtag. Literally, I think it was like hashtag land in Australia. Just hashtag Australia. It could, it could be uh, in her Instagram hashtag. I I think. It's gonna be Thor, love and love, loves and thunder. 
I think there's going to be some kind of diamond love triangle kind of thing going with with uh, Sith I, and I think, and uh, I think Lady so. Thor and Valk. I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Valkyrie in the comics is bisexual. Yes, if she I'm is. not mistaken, she, she is. She's bisexual. She is. Yes. Um, notice when Tessa Thompson was at uh, I was going to say E3 uh, at Comic Con. Tw- 2019, yeah. When they announced it, right? When they announced it, all of a sudden, there. You know, for first she has to find her new queen. I think Sith will be the new queen. Hmm. That makes sense. And then I would love. So, so as far as the Lady Sith spinoff series, though, I, I personally, I literally want um, more Asgard background. There's so much more that that they could explore. I would love them to go further back than even the MCU yeah. canon started. Wakanda, yeah, exactly. Uh, Wakanda and Asgard. Are two series well? There is a Wakanda series in development. I think an Asgard series is very much something I would be interested in watching, just so they can because it there's a lot of rich history and lore within both of those um locations. I mean, predating even Hela. I mean, I don't oh, know how, Jesus, how far yeah. back they want to go. You got to think of all the history and Odin. So you, let just not to go off another tangent, but Odin was evil. <laughs> I mean. He, Hela wasn't wrong, right? In Ragnarok, he absolutely did the things he said. He got the riches of Asgard by stealing from others around multiple universes. He had a gauntlet built to to collect the Infinity Stones and use them. And I'm very confident in saying that when Odin disappeared or Odin started to become weak or Odin was sent off by Loki uh, after Dark World, that's when Thor said, okay, Odin's out the picture. I can start. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Thanos said, now Odin's out the picture. It's time to go get my stones. He feared Odin. I'm million percent confident that Thanos feared Odin. And when Odin started to lose his power, and Odin was no longer a force, and absolutely when Odin was sent off to, to nowhere, essentially, Thanos went for it. And yeah. and that's why we see Thanos make the move in, in Infinity War and Endgame. Because Odin... Man, that boy, that boy, it was he had some power, and I'm telling you right now, we go back and show the old olden days. He used to run some things back then. Uh, yeah. So as far as Lady Sif, I, I would love, you know, maybe to give her a little bit. Remember, she's thousands of years old too, so they can they can give it all from her perspective, but still give the the, the Asgardian background, right? Uh, so I, I'd love to see that. Um, in the TVA, when when. Uh, Mobius was speaking to Ren. He mentioned that uh, no, I'm sorry. He might have been speaking to Hunter B15. He mentioned that they've they've brought in Kree, they brought in Titans, and they Titans, in Titans, the the the, 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 the race yeah, of the race, Thanos yeah. and vampires, which is kind of interesting. Which is, uh, uh, you know, I want to say it's a pure setup to Blade, but it definitely establishes that such creatures exist within the Marvel Oh, universe. for sure. That, I love that they were even throwing that out there. Uh, I love that they mentioned Titans, though. I feel like they brought in Thanos. Like, I feel like Thanos had broke the TVA rules at some point, and they brought him in. Do you think so? Yeah. Maybe like in the different the, different branch yeah. line, whatever you want to call it. I, I he think. left in the Infinity Stone uh, once, you know, too early. Or maybe Thanos never became bad. It was a good Thanos. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, wow. So, Came uh, a farmer. Nice little farm boy. So, you know, I did find it interesting that the time. So, my, I'm going off the assumption here now. We all, we, you know, we mentioned that the timekeepers are, are androids or no, not technically time real, I guess, at this point. 
Um, I do find it interesting that the timekeepers or whoever's doing this, uh, they they personally want to see the death of the Lokis, Sylvie and, and Loki. They meaning whoever's obviously controlling the androids. Why are they so interested in Loki specifically? And now we see that in, in, in I don't want to go over the postcard scene too early, but God, Loki's are the focus right now. Why? I think Loki what? is Loki a threat. I mean, he dies in our canon. I think Loki might be a timekeeper, bro. You think Loki is? I the... think I think he might be a legitimate timekeeper. I could see it. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I I mean, I could be going way too far, but like, I I really. I genuinely believe he, he might, you know, sort of be one of those powerful characters. If you think about it, he'd definitely be like a, really, a far more powerful character, both with his magic and the, the fact that he oversees his sacred timeline. I think the timekeepers existed at one point. Right. Um, but, the, but if Kang is behind it all. I think Kang was a timekeeper that was disbanded from the timekeepers, right? No, it, it, right. I 100% agree. So let's. But like. The thing is, though, like, do you think the androids were placed there because the timekeepers never actually existed? Or do you think the androids are there as sort of a stand-in for the real ones? I literally was going to say, I think the the androids are there as a placeholder for either, A, the actual timekeepers, who may just look just like that, but they're just androids that are there, yeah. or B, the timekeepers were already killed by the individual who's running this thing. And he wanted to run it his way, and maybe the timekeepers mm. never necessarily cared about a sacred timeline. But this new individual that is doing this with these androids want this "quote unquote" sacred timeline to go about because remember, King lives on the fact that he has control over the timeline and universes. So what? It, and it, it he gets his energy change. from that. So I'm going to connect this to a character, to uh, a quick character. So are you aware of the character of Nova? Yes. Absolutely. So you know how like the Nova Force. Like basically, like once it enters upon like a human, they are granted the powers Nova, right? Etc. So what if I don't know like too much about sort of the origins of Nova? He's a very interesting character. Uh, hope they bring him in one of these days. Right. But what if like the Timekeeper, in each individual Timekeeper before dying, granted their powers to a specific being, and what if that being was the variant of Loki that we see that we saw escape in the Tesseract? So like in the in their final moments they said, you know, like they basically cast like a quick spell or something along the lines. They like they said a few words. It was like I, I I pass on or like similar to like how Odin can affect like who who's worthy of Monier. And then maybe like the timekeeper passed off his or her powers or their powers to yeah. Loki. I, it might be extreme. I I don't, I don't see. No, Loki I, I couldn't remember. But... The show's called Loki. What what? What way to bring it all full circle if the ends up being just the Loki in the end, right? It was Loki all along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I do find this interesting. I think we mentioned a little bit in episode one. They mentioned specifically that the Avengers time travel was supposed to happen. Uh-huh. Do we not forget that the Avengers time travel is the reason why this Loki escaped in the first place? If not for Stark traveling and getting knocked by Hulk with the thing in his hand, Loki doesn't grab the stone. Just like it never happened in the original MCU canon. Yeah, see, that's confusing. Um, so, 
and so, so like would the I, it gets too deep right and i don't think it's as deep as you think i that mess up in the avengers timeline was still supposed to happen i just think there's some kind of loki specific issue here and we're going to find out why whether it's loki's a threat or it's loki himself that's that's doing all of this there's a reason why loki's the focus and we're going to find out yeah Yeah. and obviously i mean that's the point of the show right but at, at the same time you know you can't tell us that the avengers timeline time travel was supposed to happen but the incident that happened within the time travel was not supposed to happen yeah and it, the tv is a shroud too so what if they don't know anything about a person's past present or future I just, well i mean I, they, they can they well they can monitor right. what i mean to say is that what if they don't necessarily well they well actually they didn't know the past present or future right they know it all um, i mean i just so i, I see what, sure. i see what you're saying for sure it could be a bit confusing um yeah, we we will see. There has to be some better explanations. And like I said, I mean, we were definitely concerned about sort of um, the TVA, or like the, originally we were concerned about the Timekeeper, essentially like the whole determinism versus free will debate, and how the Timekeepers essentially decided how a person will live the course of their life, like right. Tony trying to become Iron Man, and the basically adds all these like yeah, we're gonna yeah. variant type of situations. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I don't know. It's so it's overwhelming. <laughs> throughout in the episode, we see uh, Mobius is is killed in a sense, or is he? Is the question right? That was actually uh, emotional. Loki is pruned as well. Um, we're gonna get into the the post credit scene. So when Loki yeah. wakes up, he <laughs> thinks he's in hell, and 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 I had captions on still. And they had hell spelled H E L, like Hella. And do remember Hella runs hell, right? Like that's that's where she was when Odin that's where Odin sent her. He he sent her to hell. <laughs> so at least in the comics, which I'm assuming was the case in, in Canon as well. God, if, if she pops up. Oh god, if she pops up, I will I will freak out. I'll be so happy. One of my favorite characters in the MCU, uh, hands down. Um so he doesn't die. Right, Loki says, "Am I dead? He's like, Am I in hell? Am I dead?" And then we got the 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 massive amount of Loki variants. We got classic Loki. All right, we got alligator Loki. Uh, kid Loki and, and then kid Loki uh, and Loki with the Molnir. A Loki with the Molnir, a Loki that became Thor, which is, I think, a comic line. Uh, I'm pretty sure. There's yeah. a comic line yeah, of, of, of Loki of Loki becoming so. Uh, I'm telling you right now, man. I where are they? They are in New York City, my friend. No, they're near. Okay. They're, I saw the Avengers Tower. They're definitely in New York City. But where are they? When are they? How is Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know, man. They, I don't know. They're, when they're pruned. They're not killed. They're sent to some kind of multiversal area, maybe like a multiverse prison, right? Like, like an area of space and time that has no space and time. And, and, and may, I mean, could that be Loki's like winning moment he got sent to? Like that he won in Avengers 1? 
maybe it transfers each of the like variants to a place they most desire to a place right. that sort of embodies what they wanted to accomplish with their life. At that time and, and before the they time. were and then, out. In this, or in taken. this case for our Loki, it's the destruction of the world or right. New York City, the, the place that he attacked directly. Um, I have to say, though, when I saw the reveal, I started laughing, like, not because <laughs> it, it was it was it was great. It was so, 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 so great. Right. I didn't laugh because of like the goofiness necessarily, but well, I mean, there was like a goofiness, but it was done so like perfectly. Like, so, so, literally, it was done. It, it was done perfectly, and just to see Richie, I told you Richie e. Grant. I, well, I told you off camera too. I, I said Richie e. Grant was rumored to be playing uh, a Loki variant. Right. And I said either he's like a timekeeper Loki, or he's just playing like an alternate version that we'll see. And they come to find out, I was like, oh, Richie e. Grant, no, that's a Loki. Yeah. And then Kim Loki, if you didn't know. Uh, joins the the Young Avengers in the Marvel Comics in certain issues. So okay. nice. Uh, Might have a little pop up there. <laughs> yeah, they're planting the seeds for the future, brother. Yeah, I think I think um, they're going to continue to do that. So uh, back to the classic Loki. So far in all of our shows, except Falcon and Winter, we've gotten classic Vision in the Halloween episode, classic Wanda in the Halloween episode, and now we get classic Loki. They're gonna. Stop playing with us, man. Giving us some classic looks of our characters. We love that. Yeah, seriously, they're giving us <laughs> some of the best outfits now. And I will say, Scarlet Witch's outfit is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, Falcon's suit is straight ripped straight out of comics. Oh yeah, literally. It, oh yeah, they're it, they're moving into more so comic beautiful. accurate. I feel like yeah. Uh, the fact that they have control of most characters now is allowing them to want to yeah. do so. We're getting a comic accurate uh, Hawkeye costume, oh. and with rumors that they're going to be exploring his deafness. Oh my mm. goodness! Like, like, is he deaf in, in current canon? Uh, I'm not sure. Or he's right going now, to become deaf. In, in certain saying. issues, he's he goes completely deaf, uh -huh. and so he has to rely on his. So that'll be interesting. Uh, wow. King Bishop will sort of be his ears, and then I mean, Hawkeye doesn't need eyes. I mean, he's. Right. They call Hawkeye for a reason. So right, 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 right. Uh, hey, we'll see how that goes. I mean, that'll be yeah. interesting. But I agree. They're leaning more into the comics, um, in regards to like the the appearance of the characters. Right, and, right. This is so that's the thing, and, and, and I've and I said this in the past. They're going to, they're not going to do, the line of X Y Z, the the comic book line, right? They're going to, let's say, there's six different lines of Thor. Like comic lines of Thor, comic stories that continue the Thor, right? They're going to pull beats and pieces of all six. They're not going to follow one and you know everything that's going to happen. They're going to say a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, Kid Loki's here, da-da-da, you know, they, they're going to mix it up. But, if they can at least give us the appearance of a lot of those characters and start to be a little more comic book accurate with that, I'm all for it, baby. Um, yeah. So, Honestly, I put in big capital letters here. Um, it's Kang. It's Kang. There, nobody can tell me different. He is now. When I say it's Kang, maybe he's not. Maybe it could be the Loki thing. It could be another version of Loki, right? That's that's doing all this. Maybe working with Kang though. I just I, there's no way that Kang's kind of, like not the main piece here. <laughs> like why Renslayer? Why? You know, it, it, there's no reason to even have her there if it's not going to be directly related to Kang, right? 
Yeah, um, I know. It, it has to. I'm locking it in. It has to be Kang. If it's not Kang, I'll be very shocked. Unless it's some, I'll be shocked. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be upset. They better. It better be something great besides that. If it's not, though, I'll tell you that. Like a um, Ralph. So basically, not a Ralph Boner. No, if they do that, I'm I'm probably done watching the series. I can't do that again. Um, <laughs> I I'm I'm super excited. Uh, obviously, we we get to watch that episode on Wednesday. Uh, and we go right to Black Widow the next day on Thursday, brother. So I'm, I'm pretty excited, yeah. man. I'm, I'm excited for what's to come for that, for sure. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I, I think uh, the next, hopefully the next episode gives us a really, I want a really in-depth background of TVA, how it started. And with that, I'd love to know who's running this thing. And then episode six, give us a whole different, like we don't, have, I get it's a series and, and uh, the final episode has got to be the last surveying and the last reveals and the last this and that. Maybe a little bit of a cliffhanger, depending on you have if you have another series or a movie related to it. Uh, don't go with the cliche. Give us a bang, but you don't need to give us the last reveal yeah, at that point, I, right? I don't want there to be like this, like full scale battle. I think that was something I, I like. Uh, so the problem with characters like Wanda, as well as Loki, is that each of them are not grounded in reality. And there are only so many unique ways you can, or unique or creative ways you can show their skills, right? So Wanda can shoot these sort of forms of energy and ask can Loki, but how do you portray that on screen? It's so difficult. That's why I was so, like, I thought the final battle between um, Agatha as well as Wanda was so lackluster. Because they were just like fire, like they were just spewing beams of energy at each other the entire time. There was no right. like emotional depth between the two. Right. It was like a, it was a reveal that all of us pretty much saw coming from the the, the moment she revealed her name. Uh, um, and so, Falcon with Soldier also suffered the same. I would say they really like lean more towards like the like Falcons. Well, I think Falcons finale wasn't nearly as action packed as you would think, and I respect that um, in many ways. Well, in terms of Loki, I just don't want them to go down the WandaVision route. Like, I don't want there to be this huge climactic battle when it contradicts everything we saw. Because this is, for the most part, I mean, there are some, like, very interesting elements you're going into. But I really don't think, like, who would be the final boss? So it's definitely not Ren. Unless, like, all of a sudden she's just, she's just all so powerful. Massive goddess. monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want that. Like, I, I want, right. if you are going down that route, like, Make sure to have it be entertaining enough. Right. Have it be creative. Like, I don't want them just, like, spewing energy at each other the entire time. Like, I want you to lean more, like, telekinesis. Right. Like, has telekinesis, lean into that. Maybe tie into... Oh, yeah, I love that. And, and, uh, and uh, Lamentus, when you use that. Three. Yeah, oh, the one God. shot... I, we didn't talk about that. I was surprised. The one shot, I respect them for doing it. The stitches or cuts were very noticeable. Like, you could tell when they, like, the camera said, hey, cut. And then they, like, reset the shot for right. the, the to continue. Right. They could have easily done it just regularly. I respect them for going like a whole one shot direction. I noticed that I'm like, wait, they're not cutting. They're not cutting. <laughs> right. They're not cutting. They're still going. But it definitely like leans in to the like to the chaotic situation they're in. Right. And then for Sylvie, you know, like I want them it really cool character. We just don't know anything about her. Well, we do now. But I wish they sort of um, explore more, in my opinion. Right. Just really like and they may. On, I think they still the may on both on both sides of episode five and, and maybe two I just, episodes. I, left. I just hope we see the real two episodes left for sure. Um, you know, I, I think we're running a little a uh, little bit out of time here. I know OTS has uh 
has a live show going on at the moment. I do want to hop in that and check it out. Uh, I got some uh, <clears throat> ludicrous. I think it's ludicrous versus. Uh, oh my gosh, why can I not remember? Hold on a second. Ludicrous versus Ti. Uh, as far as uh, on the live on the YouTube at the moment, so uh, you know, hope they're they're all doing well. Be in there uh, cheering on and voting myself for who who's the best. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. I like both, so we'll see. Uh, Matt, you know, uh, of course, we're going to be here for the next two episodes of uh, Loki. We're going to be here for, for What If When It Comes and, and Black Widow. We're doing an episode for that as well. We're going to hopefully bring some other people in to, to come talk about that as well. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. Hey, tell them where they can find you, brother. Uh, Instagram, as always, Matt underscore, Matt underscore T2. Um, you know, as always, thank you for uh, the support. Uh, in regards to our – I should mention this, uh, and John did uh, briefly – uh, for next week, we'll be doing a Black Widow review, hopefully. Uh, me, my brother, and then basically the Marvel squad, if you will. Uh, we're going to the movie theaters, get a chance to check out Black Widow. And then we're hoping to like have a probably episode published you know, the following day, Saturday, etc. Um, and then the following week after, we plan on just doing like a dual episode 5 and 6 review uh, with Derek Montius. Um, maybe even if Angel, our older brother, wants to you know pop in uh, for the episodes, he's right. more than happy to join. Right. Um, but yeah, as always, thank you for the support. We're looking to continue making this content for you. Um, you know, the Marvel, the Marvel world is, is bright. A lot of series, movies coming out that we're excited to discuss. And then hopefully, uh, when when it's all said and done, we'll be uh, back to Bad Batch for a bit once that series concludes. Oh uh, yeah, you know it. You know so. Hey, of course, you guys know you can find me at John underscore OTS on all social media platforms. Head over to the On the Sidelines Facebook page, On the Sidelines Facebook group. Join both. Come talk. Come hang out. Uh, you're all Anybody's welcome to ever come on a podcast, especially over here on We Can Be Heroes. Uh, if you're a fan of Marvel, you're a fan of DC, you're a fan of Star Wars, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Shoot us a message on any of the social media platforms um, at, <clears throat> at OTS Guys and then YouTube.com slash OTS Guys as well. And uh, yeah, come, come and talk to us, baby. We're here. We we always here. We're ready to talk about it. We're ready to make it happen. Loki episode four is done. So we're ready for five and six. We're gonna get we get back to you guys some Black Widow as well. We love you guys. Thank you for the support. Head over to YouTube. Subscribe. Go watch the live. This episode gonna be posted after the live is done anyway. But we appreciate you guys every time you hop in. Peace and love. Peace.